Welcome to Geeking Out Over Star Wars, episode 15. We are moving up real fast. Um, this is exciting. Um, I oh, yeah. am your host, Zachary, as always, joined by my co-pilot, Shamari, and we have one express purpose today. But for that, Shamari, how are you, my friend? I'm doing good. A lot of uh, very exciting things going on in the, in the world of Star Wars. Um, and, you know, of course, on this show, we're going to be talking Boba Fett, which is which is uh, definitely the biggest thing recently uh, since this is a finale. So I'm looking forward to it. This is big. And I don't know how we're going to go, you know, another few months. I'm sp we're, we're spoiled Star Wars fans currently. So waiting for the next thing, which, by the way, Kenobi drop May 25th. Yes. It's exciting. Um, we're not really going to touch on that much because we don't really have anything more than a poster and a release date. So not much to talk about there, but that is exciting. Um, as I said, this is geeking out over Star Wars, where we do just that. We we geek out over our love for the galaxy far, far away from the High Republic to the rise of the First Order and the Final Order. Everything in between. We talk about it all. Books, movies, TV shows, everything. Um, what have you been up to Star Wars wise, my friend, besides Boba Fett? I finished. I just finished uh, the Midnight Horizon novel, yeah. uh, which we will be talking about very soon. Yeah. Uh, so that so that is going to be fun, and I actually just um, before hopping on this uh, show with you, I actually just finished the la last issue of the High Republic comic. Um, <gasps> you caught up? Yes. When yeah. Were, were you waiting yeah. to tell me on the show? You couldn't send me a message. Comic. I thought I told you. I, you, did I didn't. Not. Uh, you did not. You did not. All right. I guess I did. But yeah. So I'm caught up in the higher. I caught up in the High Republic comic. So I just read the last issue, and. Uh, Boy, yeah, it's um, it's it, so it looks like we're really gonna they're really gonna go through everything that happened on Starlight Beacon. Mm-hmm. Right, it's gotta it's gonna be. I feel like it's yeah. gonna be quick though. It's gonna. That's be what quick. it seems like it is. Yeah, because they're 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 going through everything very quickly. But um, but yeah, I didn't know that. I thought we were just gonna okay, you know, maybe they'll. I, I like I didn't know what they were gonna show. I or maybe like not much happened at the top or or something like that. But no, it seems like no, a lot is going on and we're gonna see a lot. So I'm I'm very excited about that. Um so there's a lot of high republic stuff going on also. So it's very exciting. Yeah, uh, I'm not done with Midnight Horizon yet. Um probably around two thirds of the way. So hopefully next few weeks, yes, we will definitely be talking about that next week. Um so we'll have an episode for you on that. Uh, yeah, that comic book series is, is it not great? Oh, it's fantastic. I told you. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. Uh, I need a, I need a Keeve novel. Um, when I'm waiting for that novel oh, to be written, mm -hmm. um, Keeve, Skier, like, I, I just need more. I need more of, uh, I need more of it. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I love the comic, um. The next issue, I think, is in two weeks. No, I'm sorry, three weeks. March second. March second. Yeah, they they yeah. had pushed it back. Originally, it was supposed to be the end of February, and they pushed it back, which is fine. I think everything coincides. Yeah. It also coincides with, I believe, Eye of the Storm. Last second issue also drops then. No, it doesn't. I, I'm I not sure. So. Um, and that's supposed to be like the final word on it. Did you know they're doing an illustrated archive for the High Republic? And it's now available to pre-order on Amazon, and I, I have not pre-ordered anything faster in my life. Buy that right now. Thank you. For I, <laughs> I think you need to right now. An illustrated. Here, let's let's just read this real quick. For light and life, immerse yourself in the thrilling world of the High Republic with this illustrated guide to the Golden Age of the Jedi. So it's like 160 pages of illustrations, Jedi guides, secrets of the High Republic, and everything. And so obviously, I've been asking for this since like they started as like a nice reference material for everything because there was just so many new elements and so many new characters we needed it so that's exciting that's incredible yeah yeah, yeah. uh but that was a quick detour um we can't help ourselves here but today's episode is all about mostly about book of boba fett we just had the finale yesterday a pretty a pretty big finale a pretty action-packed finale the entire Great. thing was a battle which we saw coming, which we predicted. We knew that was going to happen. Um, so we are going to recap today's episode. We are going to review, not today's episode, yesterday's episode, this finale episode, and then 
review the whole season, give our thoughts on it, what we thought it did well, what we thought it didn't do well, if there was anything we didn't love, and where we think these characters are going to go from here. Um, so, before we, like, go break it down, each one, each one, each one, each moment, I should say, overall thoughts. Go. Um, uh, I thought it was, honestly, I would say I thought it was okay. Um, there were parts that I very much enjoyed. Um, really, I, I'll, I would say most of the action I thought was really good. Um, I mean, Boba riding a ranker, I mean, how do you not think that's fantastic? So that was great. Um, uh, Cad Bane is always great. Um, though I don't know how I feel about the decision to kill him, so we'll get into that, of course. Um, but um, I did have some uh, issues with it. Um, but I think, honestly, I think the, the issues are reflective of the series as a whole. And they are partially due to the decisions made by, um, I guess, Robert Rodriguez, Lucasfilm, uh, you know, whoever, um, with regards to what they wanted to do with the series as a whole, um, which we'll get into as well. But I, I, so I didn't love it, but I didn't think it was bad. I, I know there's a lot of, there's a lot of people saying it was like bad or terrible. I didn't think it was bad or terrible. I, I enjoyed myself, um, but I wouldn't say necessarily met my expectations. So, so th those are my overall feelings on it. That's fair. I, I'm on the same train as you. I think that it's far from my favorite episode of the series. I do think it's like a good episode, and I like the things that a lot of the moments we do get because we do get some like really good moments. Um, but um, I I'm with you. I'm with you, and I do think uh, we'll get into the overall show thoughts and and talking about the overall seven episodes in in a few minutes but for now let's just go through the episode what happens so after last week din Djarin has joined boba fett after his whole adventure and, and visiting krogu and everything we have he also went to cobb vanth to get the people of freetown to show up as backup and to bring a regiment to help boba fett in his p fight against the pike syndicate um who is going through all of pretty much tatooine trying to um, get their spice business going and, and doing a bunch of stuff and they're trying to over you know essentially rule Tatooine from the shadows and through its through its spice um so episode starts off um pretty much with bane coming up to boba and confronting him um and he hopes that a con confrontation will be enough to settle the whole thing right he thinks boba will, will talk we find out that boba actually that cad Cad reveals that the Pikes were the ones to actually kill the Tuscan tribe, um, which makes sense. That was, I feel like that was pretty expected um, that they would blame it on there. Uh, right. And then doesn't work. Cad goes off. Everything with Cad, by the way, is I, I love that whole Western feel. He's still so menacing. Um, the voice is fan The voice was probably even better than it was last episode. So that was fantastic. Um, so yeah. what, how'd you, how'd you like that first standoff? It was pretty much how we started the episode. Yeah, honestly, I loved it. I thought it was great. Um, everything Cad Bane was great, honestly. Cad Bane is just, uh, he was just a great inclusion into the series. And he was great in the Clone Wars and in the Bad Batch. He was great in everything. <laughs> so the more we get, the more Cad Bane we get, the better. Um, but, um, but yeah, honestly, I, I very much enjoyed it. Um, it's like, it, it, but I was literally just sitting there just whining on the fight. You know, I was like, I was like, you know, a kid in the lunchroom that sees a fight about to happen and starts chanting fight. I just wanted them to fight, but it didn't happen. But I, but I liked it though, because it was very good storytelling. Um, so yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was really good. It was very tense, very tense. It, moment. it builds on the relationship because not everyone who watches the book of Boba Fett knows that in the Clone Wars, they had a, like an antagonistic relationship. They had worked together, right? Like it was as when Boba was a child. Um, so it, it's, it's nice seeing that, that they do know each other and it's played off. Like there are some moments and things that they say here. And then also in their final confrontation later that we'll get to that really shows how much they, they do know each other. And so that was cool for them to play off. So after that whole meeting, Bane is unsuccessful. Cad Bane is unsuccessful in getting Boba Fett to stand down. Boba Fett kind of sets his sends his people off to the corners of um, Mos Eisley 
to just kind of like prepare for anything, prepare for pikes and making sure to keep track of the other families of Tatooine who he had, you know, who he was told would stay neutral if it did come to war, which of course they don't. So Chrysanthemum's on his own, the uh, the mods are on their own, um, and then the, the, the poor Gamorians are also on their own. And they were all attacked. It's all out war. They, the families that originally told Boba they would be neutral were obviously not neutral. They wanted to line their pockets with whatever Pike was getting through their spice. Um, and, it, well, it, it was bad. Chrysanthemum overwhelmed. The Gamorrean guards were actually pushed off a cliff. Um, yeah, yeah. That was so sad. Yeah, I, felt, just, I felt really bad for that. Yeah, yeah, I was kind of expecting, I don't know, a ship or something. And no, they just yeah, fell. Just gone. And then and there's squeals as they fall. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. my God. Uh, during that whole time, though, we also see that Baby Yoda, Grogu, don't know why I just said that, Grogu has made his way back to Tatooine in a lone, well, not completely, lone X-Wing with R2-D2 piloting, and they visit Pelimato first. I love it. I love it. One of my favorite se- one of my favorite characters this season has been Pelly, and I didn't expect her to even be in it. So that that's been fun. That's been a lot of fun. Um, yeah. So kind of all comes together, right? The Pikes attack where Boba is taking a stand in the ruins of Sanctuary, yeah. um, which was that that bar scene. Everything comes to a head. Um, the Pikes attack the Freetown people. Even though Cobb Vanth is dead, they're like, this is their this is their home. They know it's going to come for them also, so they're going to stand up and fight. They arrive with a regiment, which is really cool, and it helps turn the tide a little. But then, when they think the Pikes are pulling back, they're not. And we get these um, Scorpionek droids, I think they're called? Yeah, apparently Scorpionek droids. Yep. Scorpionek droids, which are these giant, monstrous droids that have force fields and they're even stronger than like we used to see on the um uh, they call them the droid decos the uh the yeah, the, droid decos. yeah so the um they're even stronger though like there was no getting in at all din we had some awesome moments of boba and din like jetpacking around at one point and <laughs> din tries to use his dark saber it doesn't work on the force field um so that's wrecking shop that's going all over. It's being split in two directions. We got the mods on one side. We got Boba versus Din on another. It's, it's, it's. It looks like things are going to go, are going south. It's not going to work. Meanwhile, Din finds out that Grogu is back. Pelimato. I thought that was. Did you see that little jump that he makes when he sees when he sees Din? <laughs> yes. little, it's so cute. Oh, oh my God! Man. They're trying to kill me. To try oh, and kill him again. It was so cute. It was so cute. But who comes up to save the day? Boba riding in on his rancor. Yes. And I, I regardless of what you thought on the episode, I feel like this was just an awesome moment. Oh, it, this was so cool. Yeah. Oh man. What? All right. So up to that point, because the entire thing had just become one big battle. How are you feeling? Uh, rancor coming in, everything. Um. So the Rancor comes in and I, I kind of perk up a little bit. I'm like, oh boy, wow. You know, because I didn't know where Bubba was going. He said, oh, I have to get reinforced. We need more people. We need more reinforcement. And he just flies away. I'm like, so where is, where is he going? <laughs> and I'm watching with my brother. I was like, is he going to go off world? Like, wh- wh- where is he going to? He's going to get enslaved one and leave. What is he going to do? Uh, you know, so I, I mean, I didn't know. I didn't know what he was going to do, but I should have guessed that the Rancor. Was I never going. expected the Rancor. Yeah. I don't know why. I feel like I should have, and I just didn't. Yeah, I should have. Yeah, but but that was at the up, up to this point. Um, uh, I, I'd say I'm still probably having mixed feelings about it because I was hoping for more. Um, you know, when the X-wing showed up, I was like, "Oh my god, is Luke here? What?" And you know, and then it was just uh, Grogu, which I was kind of. Uh, I mean, I, I I was I was probably a little shocked by. Um, some people are making a bigger deal out of it than I am, but I was a little shocked that Luke kind of just put him in a ship with R2 and just like, all right, all right. I think that was a case (laughs) of them not wanting to like show him anymore. Less, less. Yeah. 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 You know, that was just more like a, no, we, we had an episode with him. (laughs) We don't want to take away from anything else. So yeah, he did send a baby in a ship by itself. You just send him in a ship off to Tatooine. All right, R2, take him and take him to Tatooine. You know, know, Luke said, I'm not going back there, man. Not yet. (laughs) Not yet. 
<laughs> Luke's like, no way, you're not gonna you're not gonna give me trap. So uh, Tatooine. Oh no. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, oh yeah, that was, that was a little uh I, I you know, I feel in a lot of ways, and we can talk about one of my gripes with the season overall. And we mentioned this, I wanna say maybe I don't remember it was the second episode after we were talking about it, and I'm not sure. But it didn't feel like a lot of the time Boba, the mods Pelimato, they would all talk about how Tatooine's a mess and people are too scared right. and yeah. and you know yeah. that and we we don't really see Boba in control of anything. We see him walking around town but barely interacting. We don't see people, no. we don't see anyone. So it yeah. just when this battle is happening, it feels like a lot of cool things are happening and the battle itself was fine, but it felt a little I don't know if the word is hollow. Like yeah, like stuff was happening, it, but it yeah, wasn't. It was yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, and yeah. I don't know if that's that's part. I think part of that is not necessarily building it up the right way in the lead up in the episodes before, but then also I don't. I think maybe Robert Rodriguez's direction also kind of just it felt flat. I don't know, um, but I poking at poking at the episodes that he directed. Um, well, I gotta say, episode three was possibly my least favorite. Um, and that that's was the other one. That's one the mods in, in the in the in the chase. Yeah. Is that the one with the mm-hmm. chase down? What okay. is with these speeders yeah. going all of looking like five miles per hour? <laughs> that's like I don't have a problem with their. I don't have a problem with their colors or their design. Star Wars has always had fifties, you know, era design. Please, there's like an actual fifties diner in the bottom yeah, of Coruscant. Right. We brought that up. I have no issues with that. It's more that the spider like he. It, he filmed them weird. They yeah. look like they go yeah. five miles per hour. And honestly, my brother was telling me as well. Um, uh, he was just telling me yesterday, uh, and he made this comparison. And it's so right. He's like, you know, in in the chase, and he's talking about this episode, but I think it counts for that episode too. So like, it kind of reminded me of the Flintstones. You know, oh my. like how oh they're just my kind of goodness. Doing and with the, the Tatooine houses, and it's like it kind of reminded me of Bedrock. Like it's like, <laughs> oh my. <laughs> Oh, oh, like that's so he's true. Right. He's right. He's oh my goodness! I had wow, wow. And, it, and it's that a little, comparison is on point. It's so on point, and I'm just like, yeah, that it does. It does remind me a little bit of the Flintstones, I, and it's, I, it's uh, um, you know, people were talking about Robert Rodriguez's episode. Um, I saw a comparison saying that for season two, it wasn't that great. I disagree. It didn't bother me no, in season two. The close two cook, episode. I yeah. love it two episode. It's fantastic. Besides yeah. all the Boba Fett action we get in terms of the actual filming with it, the hand to hand stuff and the blaster fire and everything with Fent, like that's and saving Grogu or trying to, it's it's fantastic. Yeah. I thought that yeah. worked. It was the everything here didn't work as well. And I don't I don't know what happened there. Um but but I it like like I said, it felt fat felt flat hollow the the battles didn't i don't know i don't know but let me let me keep going because i can get we can get stuck on that um so we get the rancor takes a little while dragged out but ends up defeating the scorpion neck droids bashes it really cool scenes when he does do that which which is awesome um but then who comes in because you know he has to wait to have his final standoff and cad bane walks up and it's time for him and Boba's final fight, and it looks like Bane's gonna win. Uh, which it, Bane was really cool. Like it, it, he yeah. kept at the beginning all the blast, the fire, the shots he kept getting off, and the movement, and it just looked great. It yeah. really did. Um, and he has Boba pinned, but um, Boba fights back with his uh, good Durfee skit stick, and uh, he ends up killing. Cad Bane, um, which I, I, I'm okay with it. I, but I don't know how I feel about it completely. I don't like it, honestly. Um, I mean, he had to die at some point, you know, uh, he is, he has survived for so long up to this point. Um, I mean, he was, a, he, he, he looked kind of old in the Clone Wars. You know, and, and he didn't look like a young guy. And he was kind of old in the Clone Wars. And going all the way through to now, post-Jedi, it's like, I mean, you can't live forever. 
No, but, it's like almost 30 years later. Yeah. Um, no, I think I, just to see him to see him go out just in such a he's because he's been in such such crazy kind of battles, you know, to see him go out and just this this kind of simple kind of standoff. And I, I'm not going to lie. I'm it's kind of I kind of don't like that. He never used his his jet boots, which he he quite frankly, just he ne- was never shy about using nope. in animation. Um, so he never, he never, it was never a thing. Um, we never got to see his little robot buddy, though I'm sure. Oh, yeah. You may get an explanation for that in Bad Batch, I don't know, but, um, we never got to see, uh, the little robo, little robot that he always has with them. Um, their banter was always, always enjoyable. So it's just, it, you know, it, this, I didn't, I didn't love that they killed him here. Too soon. We had just gotten him. We had just gotten him, and I um, even he if you don't, you don't, not that he needs, not that he needed to be a recurring character in oh, this post Jedi star storyline. He didn't need to, but we just got him, and he was universally loved in his in his appearance in in the way he was portrayed last episode, and then even this episode. So to kill him off so quickly and ruin any chance of him staying around, it it. And to be honest. Um, and this may, this may sound a little bit harsh. Um, and I didn't, I didn't like despise the series. I'm not, I don't, I don't want to make it sound like that, but to kill him in a series that I didn't, I didn't, you know, it's not like he died in the Mandalorian season two, which I loved. Yeah. Right. And I'd be like, I'm going to rewatch this 50 billion times anyway. I don't know how much I'm going to watch the book of Boba Fett. I just, we'll get to this, how I felt about the series as a whole, but you know, to kill him in this series, I'm just kind of like, I mean, sure. It feels a little bit like a waste. It's a little bit of a waste. It's a, it's, it's a little bit of a waste. And uh, you say, don't, you're not, I don't think that's calling the show God. bad and we can have our opinions on it. I think it is a little bit of waste. Even if the show was great, his very limited appearance is appearance. because you can keep, his appearance was mostly presence between fan service a little bit, right? Because yeah. Dave, it's yeah. Dave Filoni's and it's his characters and, and he's yeah. very involved. And so that's fine. Between that connecting the greater star wars storylines and universe that's great but also presence like just that that western presence that kind of making things more serious he did he definitely made things by shooting van every time he shows up there there's more weight to this because honestly the central conflict in book of boba fett doesn't hold too much weight like i said this you know the residents of tatooine are struggling they're under the rule of of all of this, and and they're scared, and it doesn't feel like that. The show never makes it feel like Tatooine is scared, or that this is horrible. Um, so having Cad Bane show up as a, even though he's a bounty hunter, every time this man talks, he feels like a villain. It just he just does, even if he isn't technically a villain. So I mean, I, it, the way he even talked last episode, it seemed like he hadn't even worked for the Empire, the way that a lot of bounty hunters did. When we see Bosk and Boba Fett and Dangar and Empire Strikes Back, he makes a point that he goes, Boba worked with the Empire. You don't want to work with him. He told Vanth pretty much. Right. So it's it's for them to, to get rid of that because he didn't need to be a recurring character. He didn't need to have his own story. He just could have been a presence that shows up that's still really cool because that's what he always was. Clone Wars did not focus on him. We didn't get much backstory on him at all. It was about the presence, and I don't think there was any reason to have to kill him off um, whatsoever. So, uh, you know what? We're on the same page. A, a little bit of a waste. Um, a little bit of a waste. We should also, I should also mention that uh, Grogu is able to calm one of the Rancors, and this happened before the Cad Bane thing, but I thought that was very, that was very sweet. It was very, very, very sweet. And yeah. we see that yeah. that Grogu could... I maybe I don't want to stretch it, and I don't want to say this is what they're doing. But we got Grogu, no longer a Jedi, but still Force sensitive, and he'll forever be Force sensitive, and still using it here. And he's aware; he can communicate, and he's aware of what he's doing. Not he's not just a baby. Um, and then right. you have Dinjar and the Mandalorian, and this could lead to a different way to look at the Force and kind of have options down down the line. Um, just a, a, this would be a cool pairing. Um, I know we both kind of wanted him to stay with Luke. I agree. 
but I we also both knew he was going with with Mando. So um that I think that could lead to some cool stuff, but we'll talk about that later. Um we also quickly cut we're now end of the episode. Fennec had been sent off by Boba to go all the way to Oh. Where to to where did she travel all the way to? To the Pike headquarters, but I don't remember which city it was. I don't remember either. That was, was that Moss Eisley? Yes. So she had to travel to Moss Eisley. This yeah, whole thing okay. takes off. Yeah. I messed it up earlier. This whole thing takes off in Moss Espa. Yeah, that's in Moss Espa. Yeah, I yeah. know you said Moss Eisley earlier. I was like, oh. I did. I did. Yeah, yeah. Please, please correct me, man. I constantly <laughs> want to cut wrong. you off. You can cut me off whenever you want to be like, excuse you. Hey. Excuse you. Hey. Um, <laughs> fake fan. Um, Moss Eisley is where Fennec had to travel to kind of, well, assassinate the Pike. Uh, the pike head the syndicate and the le- other leaders and the mayor which she does viciously just want to just want to say like she hangs I, a dude I, I was honestly i was expecting that to be boba because I, I actually forgot she was um i forgot where she was i forgot he had already sent he had because it does it was towards the beginning it's like the first i don't know 20 minutes he sends her off and we don't catch up with her into the last five minutes of an hour long episode so oh, oh. Yeah. I had forgotten that he had sent her off, but I did expect it to be Boba also, and then, and then we find out it's not. Yeah, so um, I was kind of expecting that to be either either Boba or somebody else, just because of how how it was like shot and how it was like oh I was like oh my god is this like who is this <laughs> you know who's doing this and now they were kind of hiding who it was I'm like oh is this gonna be and it was just Fennec Shan I was like oh okay I mean that's cool. But I was expecting it to be something bigger than that. Yeah, the uh, way it was filmed, you would have thought it was a yeah. bigger surprise they were showing, or Mando, yeah. uh, not Mando, or or Boba just being a little. Since you know we had to show that he had to be a little violent. You can't just rule a place like tattooing with respect and kindness, um, even though he wanted to. So I thought maybe they were, were going to reveal something a little cooler. It was just Fennec, which is cool too, because I. I love Fennec, and I wanted more from Fennec for the whole series um, in terms of just stuff to do. It didn't even have to be that we needed more episodes, just more stuff to do. Um, right. And we didn't get that. So anytime we get her to do be, to, to have more to do is good. Um, then we end. And now Boba is a hero of the people. He's getting respect on the streets. Um and he's got the mods with him. He's got Chrysanthemum with him. I guess Chrysanthemum's sticking around. I don't know. Um, and he says, he makes an interesting comment where he goes, we aren't meant for this or something to that mm-hmm. um, to yep. that effect. Like, and I'm thinking, yep. about, what do you mean you weren't meant for this? You, you, this is what you wanted. Is it not what you wanted? The last thing was the, the Cobb. credit scene. Yeah. Cobb is alive, which I, I, I love I like Cobb Vanth, and so it's fine. I thought it was going to be a more... I don't know. When you save something for... It didn't need to be an end credit scene. Yeah, I, I, I would agree with that as well. Yeah. It didn't need to be... There's nothing wrong with it. The scene itself is fine, and I'm glad he's alive, and he's being turned into a cyborg by Thundercat. But uh, it, it didn't need to be... Because when you leave something for an end credit scene, you're expecting something big. Uh, a surprise, a revelation, something big for the future, and it's just Cobb Vanth, who if he's being kept alive, has a future in this universe, that's good, and we might see him in Mandalorian Season 3, but it didn't have to be a credit scene. You could have just thrown that in at the end of the episode. It would have been fine. Um, but yeah, that is... That's the whole episode. That was it. Did I did I miss anything? Uh, no. No, you didn't. Um, uh, no, not that I can... Uh, uh, not that I can think of. You yeah. pretty much you hit all the major points. Yay, I feel successful. Yeah. I feel like I always forget something whenever we recap some whenever we recap a book or a show, I always forget something. But um all right, how all right, so before we get to the episode, before we get to the series as a whole, thoughts on the episode. What what did you feel when the episode ended? Where was your head at? Um that was a that was a a, a decent episode, but I, I was I would say I was expecting more from the finale. Mm-hmm. Um I was expecting I think more from Boba Fett, quite frankly, from Boba Fett, especially. Um, I don't know where this series, what this series like did with his character, really, except just say, OK, he's the daimyo. And uh, he's a daimyo of 
of uh, Mos Espa. And uh, I guess he beat the Pikes um, in a, in like a crime war kind of thing. And he's nice now, basically. He's he's like a good he's a good man, which, you know, I have I have mixed feelings about, but I can accept. Um, but just but the way they went through this, I was like, I I needed to see more mm-hmm. um, just in terms of just to see what like what was the point? Um, because it to me, it wasn't it wasn't Boba Fett action because we didn't really get much of it. No, we didn't. Um, so I don't really know what the point was. I mean, there was a, there was I mean, the last couple episodes were very significant for the Mandalorian. Um, but outside of that, I don't I don't really know. Um, I don't really know what else was accomplished. So so I so I felt I, I, I enjoyed watching the action for the most part was very good. All the effects were great. The action was, was great. You know, I didn't have any issue with that. But the story felt a little it, it just felt a little uh, a little empty, like like you said, kind of hollow. So. So yeah, that's that's pretty much how I was feeling about that. I felt the same. Individual moments, overall story, uh, but individual moments that were really good, enjoyable. I think it's an enjoyable episode of Star Wars. Like right. it's enjoyable. It's it's got yeah. it's got its moments. It's got its action. It's got its it's got its heartfelt moments too, and in, in characters that we do care about. If we don't right. love the way that they are handled or through the season or through the episode, we do care about them. So it was. There are moments that do. Um, that do play to that, and that works. Uh, I get we can go to the overall series thoughts now, and this is it was uneven. It's very uneven. Um, I I think when you were you were talking about how do we play out you what story could, were we getting for Boba Fett? What did it do for his character? All right. And we got yes, he's the daimyo. Yes, he does care. He wants to rule with kindness, and I I think that's cool. I think, I think the first two episodes were really, were really um um they were heartening. They were they were exciting because I think they were right. ready to explore Boba Fett. Yes. we were getting between the flashes of Camino he would get during his dream sequences. Yes, yeah. Um, to the his time with the with the with the Tuscan tribe. Like episode two is still one of the best episodes of the series in terms oh, yeah. of construction, yeah. but also the entire backstory with the Tuscans. Everything that happened with them was fantastic. And we didn't necessarily need more episodes like that in terms of showing the Tuscans, but we needed more episodes like that in terms of its theme and its story, in terms of yep. the found family, in terms of what it, it means for Boba's development as a character. And I feel like after episode episode yeah after episode four obviously i like the mando episodes i episode five like i said is one of my favorite episodes of live action star wars so far between the first two mando seasons and this i love it but in a show that's for boba fett like i said i have no problems with you going and showing different episodes but episode seven like we both said doesn't really feel like it pays off what we were waiting for so those two episodes do feel like they take away from the overall story um, because I, I feel like they didn't do nearly enough with Boba as a character. I completely agree. Yeah. I mean, by the end of the last episode, I ended up feeling like those other two episodes could have been spent developing the story, <laughs> you know, just like, okay, you know, please let me know why, you know, why did Boba Fett decide to do this now? Um, you know, am I going to get a payoff for all the Tuscan Raider stuff, which I really feel like I did not get? Um, you know, because there was a no, lot, a lot of time in early in this in the in this season on the Tuscan Raiders, and all we got out of that was uh, his uh, his Gadurfi, mm-hmm. and and uh, I guess that he's 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 kind now, but that's it. And I, that would be fine if you had built up to that. Right. If It, it didn't feel earned. It, didn't, it, it doesn't no. feel earned at all. It's very, very haphazard. It, um, the, 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 that backstory with the Tuscans where he founds the, you know, he's got that found family. And something that I think they were building towards really well was this idea that he has never really had family. Right. Yeah. He, he had his father. He lost his father. Yeah. He is this clone, which they could have played into. I I know by at this point he's older, so I guess 
they feel like he's worked through those issues. But he is this clone that that's a whole other side of things that you could explore if you wanted to. Um, he hasn't really felt like he's had a family. The 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 bounty hunters he worked with in the Clone Warriors and then everything going on, he's searching for family and he find you know, not necessarily consciously, and he finds it with the Tuscans. And so I guess it leads to the kindness in a way. It didn't feel like it made that connection as well as they wanted it to. Um for me, at least, I, I have no problem with a kinder, because you there were still moments of being, him being cool, like badass. There were moments, right, not yeah. enough of them, not nearly enough of them. So him being kinder didn't mean we couldn't also get a badass Boba Fett. There's the two don't don't cancel each other out. They don't contradict each other. You can have one along with the other. Right. Um, yes, I agree. So and I thought we got that in the first few episodes. We got as much as. I say I don't love episode three. It's one of my least favorite of the season. At the very least, you're fleshing out his story, how he cares about the mods and the mods view on the city, right? And how they, you know, this is their place and they want to protect it. Um, I completely forgot what episode four was about. Can you, I, what, what was episode four about? Um, I, yeah, even I, um, I, I it's, it's a bit I, for of the life of me. But... I know. I just know he had that meeting with the with the with the leaders. Is that is that with Chrysanthemum? Chrysanthemum yeah. in that? Oh, one? that was Chrysanthemum. That was Chrysanthemum. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, even that episode, uh, bringing together elements of of the larger Star Wars universe, him getting but showing important steps like him meeting Fennec, him getting his yep. ship back. Yeah. I just there was more, there was more Boba story to tell, and. It, it feels like a little bit of a wasted potential. Just like we said with Cad Bane, it feels like a little wasted potential. Yeah. 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 So, so yeah, I, I just, I didn't, um, I didn't really love where it ended there. It really was, it was this was a very action star series it, and it seemed very needless because Boba Fett has so many weapons and, but it's just, you, you run into these, I guess you run into issues. Because, it, it, and and honestly, another issue I had is that he's trying to be, it's my thing with, and I don't mind him being nicer, but he's also, I guess, technically trying to also be a crime lord, um, which is weird. He might as well just kind of call himself a sheriff, you know, like, yeah. like how man, just with, in terms of how he wants to quote unquote rule. I, I hadn't know, even thought I, about that. That would have been a much better title. That would have been way better. It, I wouldn't have had as many issues. I probably still would have had a little issues, but it wouldn't yeah. have been as bad if it was like, okay, no, this isn't this isn't gonna be the same Boba Fett. This is a good guy Boba Fett. You know, I'd be like, okay, got it. But he's the saying Boba Fett well, that they're, that yeah, they're like giving like, us. Yeah, yeah, the Boba that they're giving us is like, and it's like, but he in the series he's saying that oh, I'm taking over for Jabba and Bid Fortuna. And I'm like, okay, but he's not doing anything that they were doing. There's no spice, which is fine, but he, so there's no spice, as he said in this episode. You know, there's no, there's really isn't hardly any illegal or untoward activity, I guess, besides collecting tribute. Um, but outside of that, he's kind of just, you know, he's got, like the marshal is kind of no different. I guess it's just his tax rate or whatever. I don't know, but <laughs> he's just running the town. That's kind of all he's doing. It, so it feels uh, like they could have. You're right. I didn't even consider that. I think Sheriff or Marshall would have been so much better. Yeah. He, what he's, he's a, trying to do in terms of respect and protecting people, but not necessarily wanting to be looked at as his crime boss. But then that's literally the position he took. Um, yeah. It, it doesn't fit with what he wanted to do. Sheriff would have made so much more sense. He doesn't. He's asking for tribute and money, but he wasn't. He wasn't threatening people. He wasn't threatening anybody. No. Um, you know, even when Finnick Shan would try to kind of be more edgy, it, when people would come in and ask for tribute, and she'd be like, "Oh, should I feed him to the? Should I put him in a pitch?" And he's always like, "No." And I'm like, "Okay, so I guess this is a, <laughs> this is a changed Boba Fett." You know, he doesn't want fine, right? Like we're yeah. like we're saying, it's okay that he wants to be changed, that he is changed, right. and that he wants to do things differently. That's fine. But then we're also, in terms of the wider impact on all of Tatooine and or on on Mos Espa. It, uh, 
it just doesn't make sense. It, yeah, it just, being it a crime make... lord, and then it doesn't even feel like he's a crime lord because yeah. what we see of him, the most we get of him in terms of interacting with other people is visiting sanctuary and then getting tributes. Literally, yeah. whilst we get as a crime boss activity, that's it. And like, and um, uh, and and it's just, and and. and like I said, because of like I guess just his demeanor and and how they set up the show, he's not really fighting anyone. You know, there really isn't much conflict except with the Pikes, who I honestly I kind of think they're probably a whole another issue. Um, but but they're basically like the main antagonists. Um, but outside of that, he doesn't really do much of anything. Nope. Like you said, it's just you know he's just walking around. Wondering what he should do. That's kind of what what he's doing most of the series, um, outside of the flashbacks. So it's just, it, it, I don't know. It, 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 it honestly, I think the the first word that comes to mind, unfortunately, for a lot of the series, at least for Boba Fett specifically, is boring. I was a little bored. You know, I kind of wanted more, mm -hmm. like I said, more action, more intrigue. Uh, you know, more something. Um, but I ended up being kind of being a little a little bored with it, so it's just it's unfortunate. Very no, unfortunate. I it it's it is unfortunate, and uh, I think there was a lot of potential here, and I think I think there's still more they could do with the character, but I think they need to develop. They need to they need to de dedicate the time to really develop the character. There were a lot of discussions, like there were rumors or there was a report that came out that really this season of Book of Boba Fett was really internally referred to as like a lot of production crew as Mandalorian season 2.5. Mm. That it really wasn't right. an entirely Boba Fett story. They had it's a spin-off, but it's still supposed to be a Mando story also. Yeah. So it's like and I get that. I do get that. And it's called the Book of Boba Fett. So right. it's, it's and books have different perspectives. I understand. But even if you it even if you take those into account, having different characters, different perspectives, fine. What they did with Boba Fett and his perspectives and his right. part of the story wasn't enough. Yeah. Um, for me. And so while it's still enjoyable, a right. lot of the time I think like we episode one is a good kickoff. Episode two I think is fantastic. Um, episode three and four kind of forgettable, obviously. I love episode five, not as an episode of Boba Fett, but as an episode of overall Star Wars. Um, episode six is the amalgamation of everything Star Wars, so that's fine. But episode seven is a little bit of a letdown also. So right. it, it's the stuff that involves Boba Fett just isn't, wasn't fleshed out enough um, for me. So uh, final thoughts, and if you had to give it a score out of 10, where do you sit? Okay, so, um, uh, so uh, out of ten, um, I would honestly, I, I'd give this, I give the episode and the series a seven out of ten. Um, so it, I mean, it wasn't terrible. So, I mean, there's a lot of people kind of really hating on it, really hating on Robert Rodriguez. It was not awful. I, I can rewatch it. I, I definitely will rewatch some episodes. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it's overall, it's not, hor it's not horrible. I, it, I mean, the, the, the action that we did get in it was great. Honestly, I, I, you know, I didn't have any issue with it. And some of the story points is particularly early on with the flashbacks and things like that were actually really good. So, um, yeah, it's just, there wasn't really a, a payoff for it. I was kind of expecting that and it, we just never got it. Um, so I can't go any higher than a seven. Both for the finale, um, uh, and for the series, so I, I give it a seven. I am mostly with you. I think for the finale, seven and a half, um, because I, even though a lot of it felt flat and hollow, and I feel like a lot of it comes from overall structures with the whole series, uh, structure issues with the whole series. So I did, I did enjoy my time with the final episode. Um, even though I don't think it's it's the best payoff. But again, I think a lot of that has to do with the whole series. 
So seven and a half for the final episode. And like you for for the whole series, I'd probably give it a seven. Wasted potential is probably my keyword for it. I think there are some moments that are brilliant. The second episode, backstory, certain things that they when they decide to dive into it, it's great. Um, the Mando episodes are great. They're fantastic. Um, but it's too uneven. And there's the payoff at the end isn't there. There's not enough for this character. Um, not, not enough of the character that, that they wanted to portray and this change, this changed character that they wanted to give us and show to the star Wars world after everything he's been through and everything he's done as a bounty hunter. It just didn't feel like it organically connected the way that they wanted to. Um, and it's, it's a little upsetting wasted potential. I think it was uneven, but it's still enjoyable at times. It's not the worst piece of television i've ever watched i have i have i we've both seen worse television oh yes we've both seen star we've both we've both had star wars things that we haven't liked at all right less than this so um that's fine and not everything in star wars needs to be perfect it's uh, just as it's a giant story it's also craft right it's also still film and movies and books so there's going to be some highs and lows and that's fine but definitely did not feel as it, not as much of a high as I wanted um, for the episode, and as much as I was as much as I was going in with, as much as I I was somebody who was not on board with bringing Boba Fett back in season two when there was that once they started Mandalorian there was that giant yeah. everyone wanted Boba back yeah everyone 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 and I was on the side of I don't really want to because I don't want them to play into just kind of rehashing characters and only doing legacy. Give us new stuff. Give us new stories. Give us new characters. Give us new things. Give us new worlds. Star Wars is massive. It's huge. It doesn't have to be just a small corner of the galaxy. So when they did bring Boba Fett, Boba Fett back, they did it in such a great way in season two that I was like, okay, I, I can get on board. I can get on board with this. And so I was excited for Book of Boba Fett. I'm like, this leaves them in a... When he does that that final scene in Mandalorian, yeah. where he sits, he kills Bib Fortuna and then sits on the throne. Yeah, it's a sick scene. Oh, it's, yeah, it's great. Oh, That's fantastic. It, it's sick, and not that he needed to be that badass the whole series. It didn't need to be cruel crime lord. It just didn't. The excitement that generated didn't carry through the whole show. Yeah. So, um, yeah, seven out of ten for me. Uh, any final thoughts? Anything else? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, I, honestly, I said the same thing in, in my, and, uh, the review for, on my show as well. Um, again, not to be, you know, harsh, I don't mean to be harsh or anything like that. I kind of don't really, I'm not hoping for a second season. I don't really want a second yeah, we season. Talk, we, didn't, I, we didn't even talk about where this leads everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not looking for a second season. I, I uh, or a they, second, they, post, do, whatever they very much are. call it season finale on Disney Plus. Yeah, I know. And I, I, and I'm just like, I'm not looking for a second, a second book, a second season, a second chapter, whatever they want to call it. I'm not looking for it. Um, I am just kind of just like, and just, you know, just give me more Mandalorian, give me my Obi-Wan, my Ahsoka, and you know, my uh, Acolyte and all the other, all the other ones. Um, I I am I am kind of kind of tuned out to uh, the book of Boba Fett um, at this point, um, and, and, and or or at, at the very least, if it's going in this trajectory, I'm not going to single out Robert Rodriguez specifically, um, but just if it if it continues to go in this direction, I, I I wouldn't be a fan of that. I I'm with you. I. I don't think we I'm not hoping for a second season. I think you can continue to feature Boba Fett in episodes of I Mandalorian. Him and uh, him and Mando have a really actually cool strong connection. Um that I actually really that was one of those moments in the episodes that we didn't touch on where they talk about it and Mando said Boba tells him you can go. Like I wouldn't blame you. This is unwinnable. And Mando says no, I'm I'm here to stay. And he says it's the it, that this is the way, right? This is the Mando way that he's still got to wrestle with that whole identity but he says that this is the way like he's going to stick with boba and it was actually a really cool moment of solidarity 
So yeah. you can have this character continue to show up in Mandalorian in different episodes. He can help out. You can have him, you know, you can further his story and further the character. But an entire season, I don't think, unless they, I, you know, I don't even know because I wouldn't want them to even, I wouldn't necessarily want them to try it if they don't. But you would need a legitimate, I think, six episodes really dedicated to exploring this character. Um, because right now they didn't have enough for an entire season. They didn't at all. With what they had in mind, they didn't have enough for an entire season. So I wouldn't... I, I don't think they have enough for an entire second season. So I'm I'm not hoping for that. And we... we Listen, we have a lot of other Star Wars on the way. And we can move past Boba Fett. We can move past legacy characters. And it is okay to give us new stuff. And I know that's a whole other conversation right. about whether or not Lucasfilm thinks that audiences are ready to have new stories not tied to anything else. It's one of my problems with The Mandalorian Season 1. It felt so tied to the original trilogy. Uh, uh, to, to all of everything that was set up, original trilogy and Star Wars as a whole, that it didn't feel like it was moving forward. Yeah. Um, the second season, I feel like, fixes that, actually, um, a lot, and that's why I love the second season more than the first, necessarily. But, um, yeah, I think it's time to move past Boba Fett. I think it's time to move past... Um, yeah, so this has been our review of the Book of Boba Fett finale and series. Um, we both enjoyed it, but we both wish we enjoyed it more. Um, so Shamari, my friend, my dude, where can people find you? Uh, you can check me out on the New Generation Podcast Network. That's NU Generation Podcast Network. Uh, you can listen to us wherever you, wherever you listen to your podcast. I have a Star Wars show on there called The Imperial Broadcast. Uh, where me and my younger brother discuss um, all things Star Wars, uh, similarly to how we do on this show as well. Um, so please do check that out. Uh, this has been Geeking Out Over Star Wars. We will be back next week, um, fingers crossed, the plan, obviously, to break down, review, and discuss Midnight Horizon by Daniel Jose Older, which is the last novel to release in the High Republic Phase 1 era. So that's exciting. Um, Got a bunch of Star Wars stuff coming up, so we have a ton of episodes coming up over the next few months. We're excited. We appreciate you listening. We hope you enjoyed what you heard, and we will see you soon.